Hey guys, assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to a new episode of Not the Norm, where we discuss all things abnormal to a black Muslim southern hijabi American. <laughs> That's a mouthful, but I am so ever grateful that you guys are here and you're back and you are staying tuned because I am going underneath the knife so to speak with my podcast and as you know if you follow me on instagram i have been including you all in that journey so thank you to those of you who have contributed your ideas your stories your thoughts your suggestions your uh, desires wishes all that you know um it's really appreciated and i definitely could use the guidance because let me be transparent with you i know nothing <laughs> when i say nothing almost virtually nothing about making podcasts and what it all entails to put together a full episode so i'm just having fun and i hope you guys can have fun with me and be patient and understand that I'm quirky, I'm a nerd, I like sound, I like music, I like to talk, <laughs> and above all, um, I like to inspire and educate and enlighten. So please do stay tuned for this week's episode of Roll Call, where I discuss everything to do with ethnic names, unique names, non-Anglo-Saxon names, all of that, okay? We're going to discuss all of that. So thank you for staying tuned. Thank you for returning. And hey, if you are new, the first time I ever realized that my name was different was a day in the mall just looking for a necklace that had a Z on it. So y'all know the necklaces with the initials, especially back in the 2000s, you know, like that was the thing to go to the mall and you'd see nothing but M's and L's and R's and S's and A's and B's. Hell, they even had W's, bruh. <laughs> but they did not have any Z's. X's, Y's, and Z's was just like, no, okay? So anyways, going to the mall was a part of the culture in Atlanta as a kid. And so that really kind of crushed me because while all of my homegirls was picking out their F's and their A's and their R's and their S's, I didn't have a necklace. <laughs> so that kind of really like stung because it made me feel like, wow, I'm different. That was the first moment I realized I am going to have to embrace being different because if I don't embrace it, I'm going to live in a corner somewhere and I'm not going to have no friends and I'm going to be weird and I don't got time for that. Okay. So I had to really like go into this world knowing that I am going to have to ride for this ethnic name. I'm going to have to ride for this long, beautiful ethnic name, Zakia Ashanti Abdurrahman. And I still, to this day, ride for it, period, okay? There has been incidents where I have told managers, I have told teachers, principals, I have told my own boss, listen, hold up, that's not my name. And when they even spell it incorrectly, I politely just go in there and 
corrected for them. Hell, DeKalb County School District, when I worked there as a teacher, they had my name in the system with, was it two K's and two Y's? Z-A-K-K-I-Y-Y-A-H. And my name is Z-A-K-I-Y-Y-A-H. Like simple, right? But they added an extra K and left it like that for the entire school year. So it was unbelievable then. It's still kind of unbelievable now. But then again, experiencing what I experienced there, I understand why that (laughs) had to happen. Anyways, so my name journey or the realization or the awareness that this was going to be a thing and a journey started that day in the mall with my homegirls and my friends. But then it transformed even bigger and nastier once I went into public school. So for those of you who do not know me that well, I went to Riverdale Elementary for kindergarten and first grade. And then my parents was like, that's enough. You're coming home. You're doing homeschool. And so my stepmom homeschooled me and my two brothers right behind me, Mujahid and Mahajir, um, for like years until I got to sixth grade. So each of us are like two, two and a half years apart. So imagine one woman teaching three different grades <laughs> in one classroom. Child, the ghetto. but I mean I pushed myself I was ahead of the game once I got into DeKalb County public schools and I was ahead of the game when I got into Gwinnett County public schools so you know even though it was chaos some days as far as you know her juggling three different curriculums and me just having to be the oldest of the three to have to be like the guinea pig so to speak but um It prepared me not only academically and scholastically for the challenges I would face in the future, but it gave me the confidence that I needed to tell people when they started mispronouncing my name, like, um, excuse me. No, that is actually not how you say it. And that took a while to have that confidence, but it started at home for sure, because my mother, as well as my father and my stepmother, really pushed us and especially pushed me to own my name and not shorten it for people, not turn it into, you know, a whole new name. They really pushed me and my siblings to embrace our names because they have such powerful meanings, such beautiful meanings. And um, I guess I should tell you guys what my name means. So my name actually means pure, chaste, intellectual, sharp, um, pious. (laughs) I've read like righteous. I've also read God's gift. Like I've read it all. Right. So I'm like, wow, y'all really like y'all did that. Okay. And funny and quick story. My mother and father did not actually name me. (laughs) So my mom had a cousin who actually was Muslim and that cousin named me once he knew that my mother was having a little girl. And he said, her name is going to be Zakia. And my mom said, well, what? And my mother and my father had not yet embraced Islam. So 
Arabic and Arabic names and Arabic words were just off their radar at that time. So when he told her this name, she was like, I don't know how I'm going to learn how to pronounce this, but okay, her name is Zakia. She says, and my mother's own words, like when people used to ask her what the baby's name was, she'd be like, it starts with a Z or is Z something or Zakia? Like she just struggled with it for a couple of weeks and probably even a couple of months, if I'm honest. You know, I know my mother, she ain't telling me the full story, but I feel like she was out here calling me baby Z for a while. <laughs> Anyways, um, that was how I got my name and Learning that, I was like, yo, I was meant to be Muslim. Like, even before my parents embraced Islam, I was given a Muslim name. And it's such a, like, beautiful, unique name that, I mean, wow. Like, what made him want to give that to me, you know? And I never got a chance to meet that cousin because he passed away um, right around the time I was born or shortly after. So it's crazy that the person that gave me my name is not even on this earth anymore. But, you know, I do have that to say, hey, you know, this is a part of his legacy. Anyhow, um, fast forward into going into high school. Ciao. Let me tell you, going to three different high schools around the metro area of Atlanta is something unique and interesting because I went to Clarkston High School, like I mentioned, I think in last week's episode, which is right in the like heart of Clarkston, Georgia, where all of the immigrants and, you know, former refugees come to start a new life. And it's a very chaotic, but yet beautiful space. I really actually love going over there to, I call it Somaliland or Somaliville. It's just this little plaza in Clarkston that everybody goes to get like halal pizza, get some shai, make sure you uh, buy your thobes, your hijabs, buy your jewelry, your skirts, your shoes, your food, like all of it, anything you are looking for. And especially if it's going to be imported from Kenya or Somalia or Ethiopia, anywhere on that side of the world, you can find it in that plaza. So my high school experience at Clarkston was very rich and very interesting because of so many different cultures walking around. Like we legit had these little translator machines that students who could not speak English kept at their desk while the teacher talked so they could like put in words and get a translation back while she was teaching or he was teaching. And I just thought that was like so freaking cool. So I was amazed like, yo, okay, I want to be your friend. Like, I don't know why, but I just do. And I was always drawn to the kids and the students from, um, Liberia, um, South Africa, um, where else? Nicaragua. Like we had a, like a nice mix of people, um, coming from all over the world, Nepal, um, Indonesia, um, where else? Egypt, Morocco. Like we had a, a wide variety and a wide array. So anyhow, 
I didn't feel so isolated with my ethnic name amongst a whole bunch of ethnic folks, right? Because, I mean, with the names I saw, my name didn't come close, okay? (laughs) But then that was for only one semester and a half that I was there. Go into Shiloh High School, which is located in Snellville, Georgia, which is also located in Gwinnett County. Gwinnett County is different from DeKalb in that there is more money out there in the school systems and the district in general because the houses out there and the caliber and quality of people out there is different. So my high school experience there was drastically different from Clarkson or even Martin Luther King in Latonia because it was the first time I was around people that had like money, like real money like your mama is a doctor your dad is an engineer your dad is a ceo of a major corporation you feel me like i went to high school amongst kids that grew up in the suburbs and were indoctrinated into that community uh and i was an outsider you feel me like i came in everybody already had their cliques everybody already had their groups and I was just like, hey, hi, I'm the new girl over here looking crazy because <laughs> I just I was even more shy in high school. I'm not shy now. I feel like I'm just more introverted and very sensitive. So I try to keep my energy and my space protected as much as I can. And that is sometimes perceived as me being shy. But in actuality, like back up, give me 50 feet. <laughs> Okay, and I will let you know what I feel like you need to know. And that was my attitude times 10 in high school. So people really didn't know how to take me because I was on defense mode to any and everything that they could say to me about my hijab, about my um, clothes, about uh, the way I said my name, anything like I just knew I was going to have to be on guard because I was in a new environment amongst a different demographic of people and I ain't part of them. I'm not one of them. Like I'm not, I have never been one of them. Like I came from DeKalb County, Clayton County, you know, and y'all only lived in this one little patch, you know, your whole life. So I am going into this new situation with my guard up completely and mind you I did start the first day at Shiloh with a black eye but you know we gonna get into that story somewhere down the line because it's heavy okay (laughs) so anyhow my name in that school was not as foreign as you know it could have been had I gone to a more all-white school Shiloh was nicely mixed up for sure, but there was a good amount of white people, white Americans, as well as, you know, Eastern and Western Europeans. So, child, when I tell you the Slovakian that was all up and through there, I knew I wasn't alone, okay? I went to school with this girl named, her name was Esmeralda Mukanovic. Child. You heard me, Esmeralda Mukanovic. Hey, girl, what's up, by the way? I hope you're still holding it down. I hope life is good for you. But I will never forget your name because that name was so different. It was like M-U-J, 
But I'm like, the J don't even make any noise. And we were in groups. And so when we had to all write our names on the paper, I'd be so amazed at her name and the way it was spelled and just the way it was pronounced. And I was completely open to, you know, the pronunciation being different from the spelling, but not that different, honey. And so I was like, that's that's interesting. When it is a European foreign name, it's common, like Mukanovic or um, Slavic or I don't know if that's even the name. I'm making up stuff, but <laughs> I feel like it, those those European names are taken as you know God's glory like you better not dare miss a letter you know like Roethlisberger I will never get over that like how do you say Roethlisberger but you can't even try and say Abdurrahman or how do you say Mukanovich that's spelled nothing like the way it's pronounced and say you know and say it perfectly but you can't say Abdurrahman you know I even knew some of the Indian and um, Bengali kids in, in school and they had names that were more ethnic but they would just change their name altogether into a nickname or a shortened version of their name and so it'd just be like so your name is what Raj like Raj what exactly and for me I'm gonna pull it out of you like what's your government what did your mama name you what did your daddy name you your grandma did she name you what did she name you because you don't need to be going around here shortening your name from Mohammed to Mo just because you want to make it easy on these white folks okay and that's a word we gonna stop making things easy for white folks we're going to stop explaining things to white folks. We're going to stop over explaining things to white folks. And we're going to stop excusing white microaggressions when they try to say our names. Because for me, when I heard David Perdue, former senator of Georgia, David Perdue say Kamala, Mala, 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 making fun of Kamala Harris's name, our vice president, mind you, I just knew like, yeah, I'm not crazy. All this stuff is not just living up here in my head. These people legit think that if your name is any kind of ethnic, then you just need to go ahead and be a transformer, baby. Go ahead down to the social security office and wherever else you need to go to change your name because we're not trying to do that. Like, you need to make it easy on us. And if you don't make it easy on us, then we're just going to slaughter it anyway. So, good luck. Like, and that's literally the attitude that I've gotten a lot. I've had to tell teachers, like, no, my name is not Zakaya. Especially on the days when the teacher is not there and they have a sub. And I know because my last name is Abdurrahman that A, B, D is automatically going to come first. I remember maybe one time I was in class and it didn't come first. And that was because the kid's name was Abdi. The last name was Abdi. So I knew like, okay, A-B-D-I beats A-B-D-U, right? Anyhow, but most times when the sub or the teacher would call my name, it'd be the first name on the roll. So I'd always cringe like, bruh, they about to slaughter it. They about to slaughter it and I'm about to slaughter them. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But like, no, seriously, though, I felt like 
I was always on edge every single time they called roll. Like, why was saying here or present such a big deal for me every class period, every day for every year that I was in school? And most of all, it was because I felt like I was in the wrong to correct grown people, right? That's always number one in the South. Respect your elders, respect your elders, but are they respecting me <laughs> is the question. And that's the question I've always had. And I was raised to ask questions, you know? And so I would often ask people, well, what do you see? When you see my name, what do you see? Because you add an R's. You add in I's, you add in extra K's, you taking away letters, like you're just doing a whole math equation with my name and I'm not with it. So high school for that reason was a pain, you know, even down to graduation day, senior year, you know, that week where you're practicing and you're going to graduation practice. I remember the two days where we had to go and... They asked all the foreign kids or all the kids with ethnic names to write their name out phonetically so that the principal could say it when your time came. And I just remember thinking, like, why? <laughs> like, you know, like, I get it. You want to say my name properly. But why do you have to isolate us or, you know, pull us out in front of everyone to be like, yeah, that's the foreign group. Come on, y'all. We Y'all know y'all got difficult names. Come on over here. Like, that's the energy that they were giving, and it didn't feel good. So when I did write my name out phonetically, I was like, you know what? If you're going to signal me out and make me come over here and write my name out, I'm going to make sure on everything that you say my name properly so I had the principal practicing like oh nope that's not right a little bit more on the k a little bit more on the i a little bit more on the double y please (laughs) and I know Dr. Parker was looking at me like now who is this little girl like and who does she think I am but I had him know like listen I'm not shaking your hand okay and you gonna say my name right you know of course I didn't say it like that but in my head that's what I was thinking I had you know big Leo energy coming at him like that so that was high school college pretty much was the same I just went by Zai in college for the most part unless you knew me and you had class with me you know then you probably didn't even know my name for real and if you did you probably didn't care to pronounce it so Zai was easy Zai is easy Zai is simple that's what my baby champ calls me my um my charge who I take care of for a living and that's what my grandma actually gave me that nickname Zai I remember her putting it on my Christmas presents as a kid yes Christmas presents y'all I had Christmas presents as a kid as a Muslim kid and that was a problem for my daddy and my mama for the most part but um nonetheless it was a part of my upbringing you know it was just pretty uh presence to me but to my parents you know especially with them being adults obviously like it was a bigger issue so I just remember my grandma putting Zy Z-Y on my Christmas presents and then I remember my best friend Queen 
calling me Zai, just boom, like that. Like, she ain't even asked. I don't know how she knew. I know how she knew because she in my soul. That's why we soul sisters. And um, <laughs> it's just funny because she started saying Zai and then everybody just started calling me Zai. And I'm like, well, dang, y'all just took a family nickname and just ran with it. Okay, because Queen is my family. But y'all know, you know, I had to let that go once I realized, you know, it's all good. So, yeah, I actually have quite a few nicknames, more than most. Um, for those of you that follow me on IG, my nickname is Ziggy. Well, it's unapologetically underscore Ziggy on Instagram. But my daddy actually calls me Ziggy, you know, from time to time. He be like, Zig Ziggler. I be like, who is Zig Ziggler? Like, I did not know that was a real person. I thought he was just being weird and being dad-ish. But there actually is someone named that. So there's that. And then, um, yeah, he used to call me Zigster, Ziggy. So, yeah, Ziggy just kind of stuck. And then my stepbrother, his name is Azhar, and he also goes by Ziggy. So his um, Instagram is Ziggy underscore Lava, L-O-V-A-H. And he makes music. Um, so it's just like we got two Ziggies in the family. That's pretty cool. But my mama also calls me Kiki and my auntie and my cousins. Um, and I had an ex that used to call me Kia. And I'm like, bro, no, that's not going to work. Sounds like a vehicle. I'm not feeling it. So <laughs> I really just go by Zakia or Zai um, or Kiki. If you family, if you not family, don't call me Kiki. Okay. Um, but yeah, y'all, that is a piece of the history and the drama surrounding my name. I am going to take a break briefly and I'm going to come back and wrap this thing up because it's time for me to go to bed. Okay. And I don't want to overwhelm you all in this episode, but there are a few takeaways that I want to leave you with and we gonna leave it at that. So stay tuned. So on my IG, I asked you all to share some of your experiences and stories surrounding your ethnic or foreign name. And you guys definitely delivered. Um, my friend and my sister, Aji, Aji Fatu, she told me that people don't even try to say her name. Like They just look at it and be like, oh, you... So, uh, you got a nickname or what's up? <laughs> and I feel like I resonate with that so much because I get that too. Like, come on, guys, you're not even going to try. And do you know how disrespectful that is to not even try to pronounce my name? Like, my name, like my actual name. Like, this is what I'm going to be called all of my life. It's fitting for you to try to say it and say it properly especially if we're working together we're family you know hell even when I was out in these streets trying to date these fools I had to tell these dudes like you need to pronounce my name properly or we're not gonna we're not gonna vibe like to be honest I'm gonna put you through the name test can you say my name first middle and last can you spell it and can you spell it backwards? No, I'm kidding. Like, I ain't make them spell it backwards. 
But honey, I definitely made sure that he knew who I was. And that is very important for all of you all who are listening that have names that are very, quote unquote, difficult. Know that your name is no more difficult than Roethlisberger, okay? Your name is no more difficult than all of these different white names that they've got out here that don't make any sense, but we're going to glorify them just because they're Caucasian. We're not going to let them do that to us anymore, not in 2021 and beyond, okay? And then going down further into my DMs to see what else responses I got. My homegirl, Asia, who has the same name as my sister, Asia, but she has an H on hers um, at the end, and my sister does not. And I think Asia is a pretty easy name to say, but she said <laughs> just the other day she was in the hallway and somebody shouted, Ashley. And she <laughs> she said, like, it's Asia. Like, Ashley, Asia, they do not sound the same. They are not the same. And that's hella rude. But you know what? That don't surprise me. We live in America, okay? With triple Ks, period. And honestly, I just feel like I'm not taking it anymore. I'm not taking it this year. I haven't taken it in the past. And I'm now more empowered and more outspoken than I ever have been. And I will ride for anyone who has a foreign name. I don't care if you're Muslim or not. Like the people who do my nails at my nail salon. Like I tell them all the time, like, why do you change your name? Like, why is your name Lisa? And you know for damn sure you was not born Lisa. Now, what made you want to say your name is Lisa, girl? And she'd be like, it's easy to say. I'd be like, okay, well, it needs to be uneasy to say because, you know, your mama did not name you that and you are leaving a huge chunk of your heritage and your history behind when you take on these um, Eurocentric names. I was about to say Afrocentric, honey. You know that ain't the case. They trying to run from blackness as fast as they can. (laughs) But I digress. So... Basically, a running theme and all of y'all's comments and experiences is just total blatant disregard or disrespect. Last story, and then I'm going to slide up out of here, y'all. So my best friend, Sainabu, I have a couple of best friends, if you don't know by now, if you can't tell, but we've literally grown up together. That's my friend for life, my sister, and she actually told me about her experience working at Waffle House in college. And these white men basically implied that her mother was on drugs when she named her Sainable. And I'm like, well, baby, let me tell you this. I'm sorry that that had to be your experience. And I'm also sorry that I was not with you so I could cuss them out to high heaven because I really don't I really don't like cussing people out. Like, I don't. And it really doesn't happen that often. But I need to let people know, you're not going to take me for idiot, okay? And you also not going to play me for boo-boo the fool. So there's that. And anybody I'm rocking with who's chilling with me, we out and about together, we friends, I'm going to stand up for them too. I'm not going to let you disrespect them just like I'm not going to let you disrespect me. And I'm going to ride for my friends the way I ride for myself. And so if I had been there 
girl yeah you probably had to bail me out but you know <laughs> my point would have been made and the white men would have been told and you know I'm a work in progress always but I feel like I'm of the belief that I may go a little bit too far with things, but I'd rather go too far than not far enough. Because when you leave from me after this experience, whatever it may be, I want you to always remember something. And if it's not anything more than be respectful and leave black women alone, then I've done my job. Awesome. So <laughs> there's that. That is my community service for the black community and my sisters. But, you know, I feel like, you know, it takes tact and it takes patience and perseverance to really start to break down those barriers around microaggressions and your name and, you know, different things that come at you when people find out that your name isn't Jane. Like, come on. So I think... That in and of itself is a whole nother spiel that I could get into, but I won't because I am out of time. But I do want to touch on one last thing before I leave you all. And some of you all actually asked me, why didn't I change my name when I got married? So I've been married now for a little over two months. Yay! <laughs> Woo! child we doing it um but yeah we've been married for over two months and it's feeling like a lifetime honey but in a good way like he drives me crazy but I love him to death and uh when we talked or before we even decided that we were gonna get married we talked about pretty much everything like we talked about everything and what came up of course was whether or not I was going to change my name and he asked me, how did I feel about it? And I told him, well, to be honest, I've only ever been Zakia Shanti Abdurrahman. So to go into this whole new person with this whole new name, it's kind of like, whoa, like, I don't know about that. And also to add to that, even more importantly, is the fact that I have the last name that I have, which is an attribute of God. Rahman is, is very powerful. And... um to have that name and then go to a name like Walters, it just don't, it don't sit well with me. And then my husband is not close with his dad at all. So he really don't even want the name for himself. And then he feels like for me to have the name that I have and change it to some Anglo-Saxon name would be counterproductive. So I agree for sure. But I also am on the fence right now, I guess, you know, not so much, but definitely when children come into play, I'm going to probably have to revisit this because as much as um, my religion says to keep my last name for lineage sake so that I can trace my lineage as a woman. And, you know, that is that is really uh, something huge in Islam for women to keep their names and not take on the names of their husbands. But for me being, you know, black American, but also Muslim, like I live in American society where it's expected that once a woman gets married, she changes her name and she lets the children have the husband's last name. So that is going to be an interesting thing to see that if I decide not to change my name ever, then I would have Abdurrahman as my last name and our children will have Walters. But my husband was also talking about him changing his name and that's a whole nother like sidebar. So 
right now I feel okay with being Zakia Ashanti Abdurrahman. Like when I say I've always written my name on notebooks, in journals, on random desks, I ain't gonna lie, I was scribbling and I was vandalizing school property <laughs> with my name and my initials because I just love my name that much. So to give that up, to take on a whole new name, like I love my husband so much, but baby, I love me too. And I, I want to keep my name. So until I feel different, that's what it's going to be. And ain't nobody got time to be paying these government people any money to do any switcheroos and all of that good stuff. So for now, Z-A-A is going to be my initials and I'm proud of it. So Thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode. If you liked anything that you heard, <laughs> all of my crazy comments, all of my impetuous moments and my angry outbursts, my little off-kilter jokes, my nerdy moments, any of that, if you liked any of that, definitely leave some comments, share. Um, what else do I need y'all to do? Like and follow on Spotify, on Anchor, on Google Podcast, and hopefully soon Apple Podcast. So without further ado, I'm going to head out. I love you all for listening. Take care of yourselves. Be well. Mwah. Bye. Salaamu Alaikum. What's up, guys? Assalamu Alaikum. I am back finally after <laughs> what feels like a lifetime. So thank you all for sticking it out with me and being patient, probably cursing me behind your backs, you know, some of you and others of you who have reached out and checked on me and given me love. I really appreciate it all, the good, the bad, the ugly. So anyhow, this week's episode is going to be all about something that is near and dear to my heart. I'm very passionate about this subject and anytime that it comes up, I instantly get in my feelings. Like I get in my feelings. I'm triggered. I'm bothered. <laughs> I am annoyed. Okay. So let's get into it. What are we talking about? So this week's episode will be called the black Muslim effect. So the other day, I was scrolling through my feed on Instagram, and I realized that, number one, I spend too much time on Instagram, and I need to get my life, <laughs> like most of us, okay, let's just be real, we spend a lot of time on IG, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Snapchat, if that's your thing, but, you know, that's the first thing I realized. The second thing that really captured my attention was this post i can't remember who posted it but i had seen it all over the internet circulating for a while actually but for some reason that day it just hit different so the post basically um said if you were like in my interpretation of the post it just said that you know black muslims and non-black muslims are not equal 